cyborg. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> alert, alert, alert. <laughs> Your cyborgs are coming to the rescue. <laughs> I like alert. 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 Anyways. <laughs> hey there. My name is Kins, and it's day three of sitting in a closet with my mom and sister. I'm Jessa. I'm Bree. The cyborg. <laughs> I'm Bree, the normal one. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Normal. Normal's all relative in this closet. <laughs> And you're Kidding. listening to That Time When, or shit. You know that time. You know that time. But we're never going to get that right. We're never going to get it right. I... The podcast is called You Know That Time. It's fine. We don't know what's going on. We're going to include all the bloopers in this episode. Okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm tired. <laughs> Hey, Kins, you know that time I sent you to conversion therapy? Hold hold on, wait just a minute. (laughs) Let's talk about something a little lighter before we get to that. What do you want to talk about, Brianna? What's going on in you guys' lives? You know, good news. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm, good stuff. Well, we haven't succumbed to the zombie flu. Yeah, that's, that's true. pretty good news. I'm very happy that I'm not di- killing other people or dying <laughs> or killing your mama. Yes, that's that, nice. That would be I appreciate it because I've been worried that you might. Yeah, it's it's the hard life of being an essential worker. I'm an essential worker, but I'm not yeah, threatening to kill my mama. Home. True. I'm a manager. Oh, yes, that's good news. That is good news. You have a job now. What are you a manager of? Pizza Hut. (laughs) Yeah, just all of Pizza Hut. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza. (laughs) Everything pizza. I'm the pizza queen. I mean, now we're pizza rivals. That's That's true. true. Because I also work at a pizza place. Yeah. Mm. So, Mm. we're not sick. Someone's got a job. (laughs) I got accepted to college. My dream college, really. Sweet. That's awesome. It is awesome. I'm very happy you about it. You go, Glen Coco. <laughs> what you call her? Glen Coco. Glen Coco. What is that? That's me, me girls. girls. <laughs> you go, Glen Coco. I didn't catch that. <laughs> you need to watch Mean Girls. I have watched Mean Girls. You need to watch it again. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. You have to watch it 50 times, okay? <laughs> then you can be in the Mean Girls Club. I was club. thinking your mom goes to college. Wait. That too. <laughs> Bread makes you fat? What? Is butter a carb? <laughs> Is butter? <laughs> yes. Oh, so good news. Good news. <laughs> I still love Sean. That's the best news. It is. I do. Mm-hmm. He's my good news. <laughs> he still makes good coffee. Mm. Sean, Bucks. Nice. <laughs> Sean Bucks. Sean Bucks. <laughs> Who needs Starbucks when it's closed? We have Sean, Sean Bucks. Bucks. Well, well, she I have Sean Bucks. Bucks. You could bring me Sean Bucks, but I don't like coffee, so eh. <laughs> oh, really? I like lattes. Well, if you put enough milk in it. <laughs> I guess. Caramel lattes are my jam, though. Ooh, sounds kind of good. I know. So, I just learned, like, 
how did I find out? I don't know. Um, I think my bank app, you know, you can get rewards if you like swipe your card at certain places, but you mm -hmm. have to like click on the whatever reward to like claim it yeah. deal. Um, anyway, so I clicked on a Starbucks reward and it mentioned that like there are actually drive through Starbucks that are still open. You didn't know that? Well, no. I didn't know that. I couldn't understand why any of them closed at all. They're I'm... essential. It's food. It's food. And, food. and it's not Kroger's Starbucks. Still open. Oh, is it? Yeah. Huh. Well, we're well, why make the hell aren't we going there? Because right? I go to Dunkin' Donuts. And because and I don't go to Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Zombie flu. Zombie yeah, flu. I've been the only one doing the um, <laughs> grocery runs. Yeah, I probably should do something about my pump going off. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, so I guess we probably should do like a trigger warning. How's that work, Kinsley? You're All the right. expert. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. <laughs> All right, so just a trigger warning for this episode. We are going to be talking about mentions of suicide and self-harm. Um, so if any of that is triggering for you, please go ahead, sign off. But other than that, stick around. You get to hear some spicy stories about the time my mom sent me to conversion therapy. Yeah, accidentally. Accidentally. Like, well, I didn't. Know. <laughs> I mean, okay. That was not the intention. Even though you intention. think these many years later that that's what was happening, that's not. Okay, but you what can't lie that you weren't totally devastated when you heard I was gay. Totally devastated. You were totally devastated. I remember like the big probably the biggest mom fail of my entire existence as a mother. I'm trying to think if there's any bigger mom fail. I'm sure Brianna will think of something. But I'm not gonna go You can fail a lot worse. Yeah you can fail a lot worse. But like, I looked you in the face and I said, you're going to hell. Yeah. Like, I mean, I cry about that when I think about it today. Like, I'm not right now, but sometimes when I tell the story, like, tears come to my eyes because yeah. that was, like, I mean, at least horrible. you didn't beat me. Yet. <laughs> that happened later. Well, but it wasn't you for being about, gay. Oh, yeah. I didn't beat you for being gay. Yeah. <laughs> That's another story. That is another story. Yeah. Somebody's okay. You're 18. I am 18. It's too late to call <laughs> child protective services. It's totally fine. I deserved to be beat. I have learned my lesson. Beat. I think okay. I kicked your ass, but I didn't with like, a milk crate. Yes, <laughs> a milk crate. Damn, and a roller okay. chair. Listen, okay, probably. Oh, all right. Well, either we're gonna say, um. You learn not to do drugs in the neighborhood park. <laughs> and when I say drugs, it was, okay, it was marijuana. Maybe some people don't count that as a drug. But, but if you're underage at a public park in the, in the dark of the night, and, and can't get home because you're too fucking high. Okay. This isn't what the podcast is supposed to be about, but in my defense, I called Brianna and said, get mom, I'm scared, and I want to come home. Which was smart. 
but she didn't get you. She walked herself to the park. She got lost on the way there. <laughs> get lost? Because I've never was been like, there before. She was new to the, it she was the first time I ever. We were just down the street, but she got lost. <laughs> it was dark. It was dark. I and was I so just new. wanted to go home. I was so So I caught her tired. on the phone. I'm like, I don't know where the park is. <laughs> Anyways. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, you're going to get your ass beat when you get home. And I, I she did. warned you. She, <laughs> she you was did. right, but I was hoping for something a little more. Hey, mom, please help me. I made a mistake. <laughs> but it did not end that way, which is not a I bad. don't think you... I mean, maybe it's what happens when you get high. I don't know. But you didn't come and say, hey, mom, please help me. I made a mistake. That's because I was high out of my mind. <laughs> I didn't know where I was. I wanted to take a nap. She was in fucking unicorn land. <laughs> well, I beat her back into, like, Earth, planet Earth. Actually, you didn't because after you were done beating me, I curled up on the floor and I took a nap. <laughs> I unpacked the beating later, and I learned my lesson not to get high in public places because it's stupid. Good. I mean, at least we learned a lesson. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyways. So anyway, mom failed. Didn't beat me for, for being, being gay. gay. <laughs> Instead, I mentally abused you. Indeed. Oh, oh God. I'm not really proud of it. Like yeah. now, I'm like pretty mortified honestly i'm not even joking about that but you've you've got to know we were deep into the church scene at that time like for reals yes we were heart wholehearted like jesus freaks jesus freaks and i still love jesus i am a jesus freak through and through but i do not support like the church bashing gay people bashing anyone or anyone yeah or trying to conform you and like put you in a box yeah 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 and so i think okay so i don't know it was still a mom fail there's like a lot of good like christian people who you know if that's what they choose to believe it's you know it just makes me sad that like in the name of religion or and i i hate even the term religion but in the name of like like you either love jesus and you like condemn anyone that's different from you or sinning differently than you're sinning um, because we're all sinning Mm -hmm. like I just there's still people okay sorry there's still Christians who don't believe that it's you know right to be gay or whatever that don't tell their kids Mm -hmm. you're gonna go straight to hell like I'm sure, I mean, we've heard the horror stories. There are so many worse, horror stories, but and yeah. I'm very thankful that I did not live through one of those. Yeah. That's one of the biggest reasons that I didn't want to tell you, and why I wasn't the one who came out, because um, I was just scared of how you would react, because I grew up in the church, and I heard the horror stories, and I wasn't even sure for myself at the time what it even meant, because before... Uh, up until the time I was probably 12 or 13, I didn't even know what the word gay meant. So I was totally unsure about the feelings I was having. Yeah. Yeah. I think looking back, like, 
probably there were like signs, I guess, but the amount of times yeah. I watched Catwoman on repeat. <laughs> That's you what did. did it. Halle Berry. Halle Berry turned me gay. I'm not even kidding. She's smoking hot. She dude. was so pretty and she was wearing that tight leather suit and she had and a whip. And she had a whip. And, I was and she's like, like me. And me as a little kid was like, oh. That's hot. That's kind of cute. I'm not going to <laughs> and the fact that I always wanted to play Shark Boy while we were playing Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Like, I wanted to be the boy. I wanted to be masculine. Because I thought that's kind of cool. So, there's a lot of signs throughout my childhood that kind of would have pointed to the fact that I was gay. Um, but... <laughs> you wouldn't wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm totally teasing. People I mean, are gonna it's like. It's true. Yeah. I hated being a feminine girl, but I think that's true for even a lot of straight people, like Tom. Sure. Tom yeah. Exist. You know, yeah. But I don't know. Really? I just it never felt right to be like a little girl, like it. I was. So living in the church, I had to be pristine, girly, never playing rough with the boys, and I never found that right to me. I always wanted to be one of the guys, I guess. Mm. Um, so I didn't really know what to call it at that point, and so when it finally got to the point where I was kind of experimenting, I was in, what, eighth grade at the time? Yeah, I can't really remember exactly. It was exactly. like the summer between 7th mm -hmm. and 8th grade when I was really coming to terms with this idea. I had a crush on another girl at the school. Not the school, the church. So I was I was like, what is this? What does this mean? And it ended up getting out there to you guys mm -hmm. that this was what I was thinking. Because your sister's always looking out for you. Well, uh, she was trying. Mm -hmm. I totally know you were trying, Brie. Like, you had my best interests at heart. Um, and I know that you really only told mom and dad about me being bisexual. Because at the same time, I was self-harming. Um, and I was at a really dark point. In my childhood <laughs> it's so silly to think back on it now and be like how was I so sad I have gone through so much worse since then mm -hmm. but looking back on it like I was going through a dark time and like you guys were worried about me mm -hmm. so yeah and I mean I I could I could probably like relate a little bit to like just I don't know. I mean, I can't say that I know how you felt, but I know just the pressure to be like, to put on like this facade mm -hmm. that you're, you're always happy. Like, mm -hmm. my gosh, we could talk like about all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. because, you know, the type of church we were involved in, like you didn't love God if you got a divorce, like mm -hmm. you didn't trust God if you got a divorce or thought about getting a divorce and <clears throat> you should stay in a, a terrible, unhappy marriage and be miserable because that's the right thing to do. I'm not, if you're faithful, mm -hmm. I'm just saying like, so I don't know what it's like to be like, feel 
condemnation from Mm -hmm. being gay, but I know what it's like to feel condemnation Mm -hmm. for not wanting to stay in a marriage that is, Mm -hmm. like, a disaster. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine as a kid, like, what that felt like. I'm not saying our church was, like, classist or racist anyway in any way but it really did push that like white american dream you know like big house couple of kids like and everybody's happy all the time everyone's happy all the time you can't show any weakness all you can do is pity because there's yeah i mean and again and i know like there was a lot of good there too i mean love people take you know feed people and care about people but also just this oh they're gay well we better like pray and pray and pray and I remember like I guess it was the time I guess that Brianna told us that you know about you know what was going on with you and the bisexual part of and you know I can remember looking at you I can remember telling you you know you can't do this you'll go straight to hell and I'll say again that I'm very very sorry for that that again the biggest mom fail Mm. of my life um but I remember about the time it was you know we would go through these like 21 days of prayer Mm. and like we would be at the church like all the time sometimes like night after night after night and just like being like praying mm-hmm. and I remember like praying like I've never prayed before for God to like change you mm-hmm. like this like no this can't be like this is not God's will for you to be gay and so God change her like change who you know change your mind and really you know I can't remember exactly like just like take that away from you remove that um that sinful desire and Mm -hmm. I'm using my quote fingers and um and I just remember praying and praying and praying and like just like on my knees and begging basically Mm -hmm. and nothing changed Mm -hmm. (laughs) and okay go back the next night you know let's pray again and Mm -hmm. finally like and I finally remember, like, okay, God, if you're not going to change her, then what am I missing? Mm -hmm. Because I do believe, absolutely believe, that God answers prayer. Mm -hmm. I still love Jesus. I have, like, faith in who he is. Mm -hmm. And I believe God answers prayer. Mm -hmm. When we're praying according to God's will, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if you're not going to change her, then what am I missing? Mm-hmm. And maybe you need to change me. Mm-hmm. What am I not seeing? What am I not understanding? What am I allowing other people to tell me about what, you know, another human telling me what sin is instead of, like, really hearing mm-hmm. from God about how to love people Mm -hmm. um yeah um during that like after I came out and like I I didn't come out after I was forced out of the closet (laughs) 
um, I remember being like, I could sense like all of this anguish you felt towards me, like not exactly towards me, but you wanted me to change. And I could feel how like tense that made our relationship. And I remember like coming to you and being like, you know what? I'm not sure where this falls on the timeline though. Um, but I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm cured. I am not gay anymore. Baptize me again. <laughs> so I've been baptized more times than I've I actually I've been baptized should've. six times. No, but I, like every time that it would like come out that I was kind of still That's best gay, time. I'd be like, okay, I should go back into the closet. I think the best way to do this would just be putting on a big show by being baptized. And maybe that will like fix things with my family <coughs> at the time. And it didn't really work, because I, of course, was still gay. <laughs> like, nothing changed. Um, I had a lot of internalized homophobia towards myself. I hated myself for what I was. Mm. But I learned to accept that years later. Goodness. Wow, well, yeah. I, that's really sad. And it's sad that... I don't know families play a part in that and mm. oh man I think there's so much that we could talk about mm. about all of that and I don't know even like if we need to maybe we have to have a part two um but I guess you know I want to I want to talk about when my prayer changed. Yeah. But I don't want to, like, rush if there was something else, like, you needed to... I think for that part of the story about, like, it getting out there, I think we're good. Um, like, there was a yeah. lot of other things going on at the time. Like, you and my dad were in the midst of a divorce at the time. Like, I felt it coming. Mm -hmm. So Well, it, you knew it was coming since, what, you said you were six or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw, you knew before I did. Like, I saw oh, this shit. coming from this miles hopeless. away. And, like, <laughs> one night I went to my sister's room and she's like, I don't understand this. Why are they fighting? And I'm like, they're getting a divorce. I know, like, Shut the fuck up. And we're like six six years apart. I was a little baby. I'm just like they're they're. I'm like they're. What not. are you talking about? So yeah, I didn't see shit. <laughs> I mean, so like I, I said, Kinsley knew before. I was before very any of perceptive of that whole situation. <laughs> so it just added to the eggshells. I felt like I was walking Aww, on. Poor kid. <laughs> it's okay. You've turned out pretty good. I. For think so yeah, too both of you and that's the thing like I can't really be horribly mad at you for the feelings that you had because I also was air quotes again brainwashed by the church like I I felt like this was the worst thing that I could be because it really is a focal point in the church when they talk about sin Oh, yeah, for like, sure. We don't talk about, like, pedophilia or, 
You're right. It's true. Or a murder. That's a very good point. Um, what people like to focus on is a very apparent in society homosexuality. And it's everywhere around you, so it's very easy to satanize it. Yeah. So that's what ingrained it into both of all three of our heads Mm -hmm. that it was such a bad thing because it was so focused on in the Mm -hmm. church so i can't really be mad at you guys for how you felt at the time because i also felt that way yeah Um, i mean i i appreciate that and that you give us grace there but i go back to the fact that there are like there are good christian parents who (laughs) don't who are accepting and loving and supportive of their kids from the get-go i think yeah I think. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm, sure I'm th- judging myself against people that I don't even know because I really mm-hmm. don't even know any of and you know, those parents. It's all like personal, like past experience with the subject. Like, I think those parents would have had like the enlightening moment that sometimes, like, what is labeled as a sin, it's all around you and you can't just pin, like, pick out what's the most worst one mm-hmm. like it's really just about a personal process figuring out that all sin is equal in the eyes of god mm-hmm. and that we can't just selfish selfishly like choose what's good and what's not right and you, i think oh go ahead sorry you know what like has changed like about i guess like in the church aspect I guess about how I just go about things and like see different things. Mm-hmm. So like a couple of years ago, like if I would have heard somebody talk about this, mm-hmm. I would have been like, like right at them, like no, you're wrong. La la la. This is what mm-hmm. God says. La la la. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like <clears throat> we don't really know the truth. Like honestly, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we don't know. It says things in the Bible, like, yes. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we don't know that person's heart. Mm -hmm. We don't know what they've been through. Mm -hmm. And we don't really know what, like, how God sees them Mm -hmm. or, like, how how he feels. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And the only mission that we were really given in the Bible was to love. Like, in the end, that's how, that's what he sends us off with is love your neighbor i love my children as i have loved you i think if you can just give people mutual acceptance Mm -hmm. like in life Mm -hmm. then you're fine like there's no need to be even though you're even though christians air quote Mm -hmm. you are preaching to love people but then like like um secretly and like kind of twisting it to be hateful and nasty like that's not true mm-hmm. all right yeah so you know i kind of mentioned about how just through that time of prayer and then changing my i don't know and maybe that was the god thing too mm-hmm. of god being like okay and it wasn't like a lightning bolt strike it was just like okay you're not answering this prayer maybe my prayer is not right Mm -hmm. so God change me help me see what I'm not seeing Mm -hmm. because I think as a parent like as a mother like you 
like I don't know I would die for you guys mm-hmm. like I would Unless give you're pushing us in front of a bear <laughs> that is true like I would die I don't know die that's you put, really you pushed us in front of a bear but you also got your hand trapped under a canoe to save yeah my life. and so... die is in like we're the same blood type I donate blood yeah like <laughs> oh, if you needed yeah. some you you sacrificed yeah you would sacrifice i yeah i buy you groceries like i make sure you eat food yeah you do that's good (laughs) okay you're an adult now so anyway um (laughs) so like change my prayer and that's then was my earnest Mm -hmm. prayer like god help me and that is when i met my my good friends Mm -hmm. um um pamela and sharon and i had known sharon I'd known of her, worked with her, like, for a long time. But then um, God brought Pamela into my life um, really through a job interview. My boss and I were hiring a person um, that would be reporting to my boss, but I was helping her through the hiring process and interviews, and I met Pamela, and, um, and, like, loved her from the moment I met her and we hired her and she was like the best, mm-hmm. the best manager and the best friend, the coworker, like mm-hmm. peer, like just, she was an amazing, amazing person. I hate that I have to say was now, like yeah. that breaks my heart. She yeah. is an amazing person, but, um, she and Sharon were married and it's funny because even at that time I was still like. I, you know, I was now like in the back of my mind, you know, you're thinking about, oh, my daughter. And then I'm still in this like, you know, Bible thumping, you know, mentality. And then in an interview, she mentioned, I don't remember if it was about overcoming adversity or something like that. And she talked about um, marrying a woman Mm -hmm. in a job interview, Mm -hmm. which is really, yeah, that's not usually something you know, people bring up because yeah, of just scary. being judged about it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And, um, but anyway, she just talked about, about that. And I think that's when I put two and two together that, okay, they have the same last name. Oh, wait. Okay. And they ended up both working it at, at Anthem. And mm-hmm. again, just, um, the most lovely people mm-hmm. and, loving people Mm -hmm. and in love with Jesus Mm -hmm. and with loving people. Mm -hmm. And do you remember when we went to the Christmas Eve service with them at their church? I don't remember what was going on at the time. It must've been during separation kind of stuff that we would have been doing something different, but, um, but they invited us to go to church with them. And I remember that service and it was so sweet and it was Mm -hmm. just a, um, really enjoyed being with them and I just watched all the how they gave mm-hmm. um Pamela was um did all this fundraising mm-hmm. and stuff for like kids with down syndrome and um her nephew had down syndrome and just how giving they were mm-hmm. and because they love people and came to a point 
in time where, you know, your dad and I were separating and, um, long story short, I won't go into all the details, but Pamela and Sharon come to work one day and they're like, um, we know that you've really been struggling and, um, we love you and here are the keys to a car that we're giving you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow. And I think that's when I saw like the love of God and mm-hmm. somebody that loves Jesus so much. Mm-hmm. And that's when I'm like, God, like you can't tell me, no one can tell me mm-hmm. that these because people wrong. these people yeah. choose to love each other and mm-hmm. be married to each other as much as they love you and talk about you and do for you and love others through you and all Mm -hmm. of this, you can never convince me ever again. Mm -hmm. No human will ever convince me Mm -hmm. ever again that being gay Mm -hmm. is, is going to send you to hell. Like Mm -hmm. no way. And I don't know if it's the same for you. Um, but personally before them I never really had exposure to another gay person um like in the real world like I've never seen a happy gay couple just out there because I was very I was very sheltered from it but just you bringing them into my life actually just was was a big help like I never told you this but just seeing them, I was very socially awkward at the time. I could not talk to people. But just seeing them and seeing how you loved them, like, that really, really helped me. Yeah. And. That's so special. Like, I don't know if, like, it's the same for you again. But before that, gays were portrayed as, like, needy and, like, greedy. Um, just taking everything, being show-offish. And, like, just having this really bad stigma against them. Like, that's what it was always portrayed to me as. And just seeing them be such wholesome, such caring and giving people. And their kids were so cute. They had one daughter, right? No, those were their... um, Foster. Or their niece and nephew niece yeah they, it wasn't they, they never had they children never had together them, but, but they were they were caring for them and yeah they just looked like such a good family yeah and just seeing them was really nice for me because yeah. I actually could see that like this could be me in the future maybe like mm-hmm. like it's not gonna send me down a path of horrible evilness and it was a very nice thing to see so I thank you for that yeah I um I I think that was like truly the answer to prayer when I was like God like just show me like help me like show me what am I missing he sent he sent Pamela and Mm. and because he sent Pamela then it was you know Pamela and Sharon and um, um, and it breaks my heart. I, um, never even, I still have emails mm-hmm. in my work email mm-hmm. from Pamela. Um, but, you know, I mean, we all know she had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. She, um, beat it. <laughs> 
and then it came back and I waited too late um I guess maybe it's a message of like don't ever like whatever you have to say say it today mm -hmm. don't like hold on to it but I wanted so badly to to tell her that um, you know, she, God used her to answer a prayer mm -hmm. and used her for me to be able to accept my kid. Mm -hmm. I'm sure and she I knows. never got to tell her that, but, um, yeah, I'm sure God got yeah, to show message. her, <laughs> show her all the amazing things. Cause I think that he will, right? Mm -hmm. I think this is, you know, one day when we stand before him, he'll mm -hmm. get to say, this is, this is a time when I was really, really proud of you. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, God looks down and says, man, I'm proud of my kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and sometimes when we're like horrendous parents and we're mm -hmm. saying, failing miserably he's probably like oh my lord <laughs> or you oh me no know. he's like oh me, oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> i can't believe they're acting like this oh, right myself. now <laughs> oh myself <laughs> but uh, but yeah so um but yeah we never did get to the conversion therapy part we've all, we've spent so mm. much time on like just getting through and unpacking all of yeah. that but so okay yeah you mentioned being in a dark place and yeah. feeling um you know yeah. and I remember um I remember when um you it came out that you were thinking of like hanging yourself in the basement yeah and um and that's when I started getting you like I got called to get counselors mm -hmm. or somebody for you to talk to mm -hmm. and I can't remember we've made our way through so many we've gone through so many the one who thought that everything would be solved if I got a hamster and a cello <laughs> so was it I was it was funny because somehow it came up um Sean and I were talking about it for whatever reason the other day and I'm like yeah I took Kinsley to therapy one time and I know we've cycled through a few and I was thinking it was multiple ones, but it was the same one that wanted me just, if I bought you things. If you just showered me with gifts, <laughs> I would be cured. There it goes. I thought one day, I remember that was the final straw. Mm -hmm. The hamster was before the cello. Yeah. The cello was the last visit yeah, that you ever like saw the lady. Cause so when you come fun. out like, yes, um, she would like this blue cello and it costs blah 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 and like, this will make her happy i'm like forget it guys <laughs> the so therapist dumb. says so <laughs> oh, you ended up getting a cello eventually but yeah. you've played that a lot just what the doctor ordered I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed playing the cello i actually um i picked it up a little bit again oh did you um that's another thing i need to get back for my exes Oh, he's got your cello? Yeah, because they had a whole music room and we were all playing uh, together. And Yeah, you probably should get that. I should get that back. We <laughs> have his cat, so. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we could give that back. Oh, yeah. That's another story for another time. Yeah. But, yeah, so anyway, so um, that time I sent you to conversion therapy. Yeah, should we do a part two or do you want to keep going? Oh, man, let's see. It's, um, 
we probably could go ahead. Let's finish it up. Let's finish it up. All right. Yeah. So, as I've said, the same time that I was forced out as gay, I also got forced out of as being really, really sad and depressed and self-harming at the time. And I um, told my mom that I was having um, suicidal thoughts. Um, so we went through a couple, I don't know what number this guy was. I don't <laughs> I know don't which know one on the list he was. I just remember wanting Christian counselors. Yeah, you yeah. wanted a Christian counselor and he, we went and I know exactly where the office building is still. We went and we met him and this man, he's Catholic actually, not Christian. I Let's confirm though Catholics are Christian Catholics are Christian it's just a different but he's in the denomination of Catholicism 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 which does not make him bad it doesn't make him bad at all yeah but the they Pope actually do Easter. love Jesus hey lots of people could cancel these I know East, Easter wasn't canceled we just did it different okay so oh. he was under a different denomination um he was Catholic, but... I love a Catholic, by the way. I know you love a Catholic. Mm -hmm. It's Sean. Um, I'm thinking about, like... Are you converting for him? I, not for him. I've been thinking about it, but not for him. You my, just want the hymns. My... Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> my buddy Ryan and I... So, old Sparky. He and I have worked together for so many years now. <laughs> and we have, like... Because... You know, you work really closely, a Catholic and a Pentecost. Like, we've had some really interesting conversations throughout the year. Or, throughout the year. Throughout the years. Mm -hmm. And it's always funny because usually it's, like, me picking on him for mm -hmm. some reason. But um, we've had some really good conversations. And now he finds it interesting that I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll look into that a little bit more. Yeah. But no, it's not for anyone. It's for the pretty churches. Um, anyways, so this guy. He was very old. He was like in his 60s. 50s, probably 60s. Um, and I was given all of these a shot. My mom was spending money to try to get me help. I was in a very dark place. My mom, place. like me? Like me, your mom? Yeah, you, oh, my mom. Oh, yeah, yeah. My mm -hmm. mom, you, you are my mother. <laughs> Are yeah. you my mother? You are my mother. Anyways, you're spending a lot of money. I was going to give him shots because I wasn't planning. Like, I wasn't happy where what I was. And if anything could help me, then I'd want it. Um, So you sent me there because I was in a dangerous place and I needed help. But once I got there and we talked about what led up to this, it... I didn't find an issue with saying, yeah, I'm having a hard time because I came out, air quotes, came out to my family, and it's been kind of rough. But this man, from then on, the moment I said that I was, <laughs> that I was having um, these homosexual desires, as he would say, <laughs> um, sorry, it, everything got turned around to the point where um, I 
was feeling this way because of my sin. Like, that somehow God was punishing me for being gay by making me feel like I'm worthless. Mm. And, like, it was a big thing. It's kind of hard to talk about because, like, it'll make me cry. Um, But he really um, thought in his own way that I would be cured of my depression if I was cured of my homosexuality. Mm. So we went through meditation processes and there is this... Can I just say disclaimer? Because we joked about the time I sent you to conversion therapy because totally that was not not what was going on at all. Totally, totally. It was was a joke. There was no shock therapy. There was no chemical therapy. But I didn't even know, like, you were having, like, he was having these conversations. Yeah. Like, this is the first time you've ever said, like, this meditation thing or... Yeah. Yeah. So, we would have a meditation thing where he would um, challenge me to lose myself and to, like, separate myself um, into two different parts, the sin and the good me the christian me that's some freaky shit and like (laughs) is that how multiple personality disorder gets started you don't even know i had okay so i this is a lot of stuff i haven't really talked about so i would talk to my sinful parts and i would just go through the list of all the things that are wrong and why they've affected me so badly so like Hello, Ken, uh, hello, Kins. You are gay. You are having gay thoughts and urges. And now you are going through shit, basically. So we would sit down and talk about that. But he would also talk about the releases of dopamine into my system. And I'm not getting enough dopamine. My doors are closing in my head too quickly. My, endor- my endolphins, as I would like to call them. Endolphins. <laughs> But just sitting there for a couple weeks, I don't know how long I went because it got to the point where I was like, I can't go back. Um, (laughs) But, and thankfully we were, we are a lazy family and we love not doing things. So it wasn't very hard (laughs) to convince you guys to not let me go back. Okay, Um, guys, no more therapy. Oh, yeah, just time. I just won't talk about it anymore. Yeah. (laughs) It'll go away. (laughs) So, it just, that time with him and his halo of neck hair going out about three inches from his neck, it looked like, you know, bald eagles, how they have like that puffed up (laughs) around his neck? That's what he looked like. I don't even know his name. I don't even want to know his name, but he was like, (laughs) he was, anyways, he would, from then on, I honestly felt like two different people for a while. Oh, wow. I felt like, like I had this sinful alter ego that's fucked and up. And then I have. But did she look like Catwoman? She. Remember when I went her through that was... goth phase? Yeah. My freshman year. <laughs> I wore like a choker and a see-through shirt, and I had a death hawk. <laughs> I remember. She that. was that. <laughs> that was that bitch. That was that bitch. That gay ass bitch. Um. Anyways, <laughs> that just created this whole 
horrible mentality um that i am just two separate things Hmm. and from it's taken a couple years since then but i've slowly pieced myself back together and having the love and acceptance from my mom and my family it's really helped because i've been doing just my own self work learning that what i am is not a horrible horrible thing and that i am not depressed because i am gay i am depressed because my brain is not okay all the time and i was going through a horrible time in my life i was homeschooled for two years and had no access to the outside world um my parents were getting a divorce I had a lot of stressors going on and that's why I was depressed and like now I have no doubt that me liking girls sometimes most of the time they're really pretty is not (laughs) a horrible thing and that like I can be happy with who I am and that as long as I'm loving and I'm giving and that I'm not taking too much than I am putting out into the world that I am a good person. You are a lovely person. I try to be a good person. You're I really a do. You're a good daughter, too. So are you, Bree. Thanks. So, that's the time my mom sent me to conversion therapy. To But not really. But not really. Because yeah. she had no idea. No. It just kind of created a whole split psyche kind of thing yeah and we have to say like we won't go through all the mental health treatment that you know you've been through but mental health care is like important and and you've had your fair share and you're in a good place now I am in a really good place now um and I can contribute that all to um, my really good therapists that I've seen, mostly the ones in schools, have been, like, mm-hmm. the ones that have really been there for me. The ones that I felt really cared. Because they weren't really getting a lot of money out of it. Like, Mm-mm. they were just there to help. Yeah. And I had, like, a, an alliance group that I went to every Thursday for year for two years. And I went to the hospital once and then I met these really lovely counselors Mm -hmm. twice Mm -hmm. oops and I met these really lovely counselors and they really did give me the tools I needed to just keep myself afloat and Mm -hmm. I'm very very thankful for that and I think therapy is a really trial and error thing and that not every therapist is going to be a good one Mm -hmm. so don't knock it till you try it and try it and then try it again. Keep trying. Keep trying until it works for you. Buy enough cellos and hamsters. <laughs> yeah. Life is so grand. Yeah. I am just glad to be where we are today. Me too. I'm glad that I'm no longer a judgmental bitch. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that I have, like, now just, I don't know, I have good friends mm-hmm all kinds of people all kinds of it doesn't matter anymore like and I honestly feel and you've taught me a lot so I have a stronger personal connection with God than I ever have like I went through a a journey Mm. and he was with me every step of the way and he's still there 
That's so exciting. Super cool. Yeah, it's cool to still love Jesus and love people yeah. and not judge everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to love Jesus yeah. and love yourself and love everyone. It's cool yeah. to love. It's just be love. Let's love, right? Love is love. Love is good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, all right. So we've cried. We've laughed a tad, a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's been funny parts. There's been more crying parts and heavy mm-hmm. parts. And, you know, we are not by any means... Um, um, capable of giving advice yeah or especially good <laughs> mental health advice yeah like, <laughs> not at all not at all that's not what we're here for we're it's here just to a dis- share our story a discussion of our fucked up life maybe you can uh, relate maybe you yeah. can be like how the hell are they still like <laughs> how are they still a family and you're worried about <laughs> zombie flu <laughs> right? tune in next week to hear mine no i'm just kidding <laughs> no let's do it yeah. it's a long story and yeah. this was also a long story yeah it was long it was super long but yeah hopefully we'll be back like it was our plan we've had a hard time like just connecting on when everybody's off and everybody's mm. like awake and now that we all have jobs and yeah it's hard we're but... all sleepy all the time yeah but podcasts are good and it's nice to you know that you time is good and it's nice to talk to you too yeah it's good to get in the closet with you <laughs> get back in the closet get in the closet to talk about being out of the closet it's super great and then back in and, and then back out and, and yeah and, and hey out. and that's the thing we're gonna start like having some guests here eventually to closet. join us in in our closet mm-hmm. um so if you have a story that you'd like to talk about whoever you may be like hit us up there's lots of ways to contact us like we're on twitter you know that time we're on i can't find us on instagram i thought you set that up we're on instagram mm-hmm. yeah so according to kins we also have I you know that time at gmail.com if you want to email us or bash us or like tell us all the things that we did wrong and how i shouldn't beat my kids for smoking marijuana um you know i can hear it i'm I'm pretty tough. I can handle it. But anyway, or if you just want to join us in the closet, hit us up. You're welcome to join us and tell your stories and let's laugh about them or cry. I cried today. I did cry. Yeah. It's a good cry. It's good. I love people. I'm tired. (laughs) It is so time to go to bed. bed. Good night and farewell, and we will see you next time. We probably won't really see you, but you'll hear from us in a bit. We will talk. You will (laughs) listen until you stop listening. (laughs) See ya. Love ya. Bye. Bye.